Hi, this is Natalie Hoffman of FlyingFreeNow.com, and you're listening to the Flying Free Podcast, a support resource for women of faith looking for hope and healing from hidden emotional and spiritual abuse. Welcome to 87 of the Flying Free Podcast. I'm all by myself today, so I can be a total goonie if I want. Okay, today I want to answer a question that I hear all the time. How do you answer your husband when he says, just tell me what I need to do to fix this? Well, first of all, you need to know why he's asking that question. And to understand why he's asking that question, we need to use an analogy. So let's say that you're in a room with him and he's sitting on a chair next to you, kicking you in the shin every so often. You ask him to stop. And he responds to you by sometimes ignoring you. Sometimes he says, what's the big deal? I'm hardly doing anything. Sometimes he says, I'm not kicking you in the shin. Where are you getting that crazy idea from? Sometimes he laughs and says, you can't ever take a joke. Sometimes he yells at you and says, you're such a nag. What's your problem? You're on my case all the time. I can't do anything without hearing you gripe and complain. And so the kicking continues for 20 years. Follow along with me now. At the end of 20 years, you decide to stand up and leave the room. You say, I'm kind of sick of you kicking me in the shin. You don't think there's anything wrong with it, so that tells me you're going to keep doing it. Since you won't stop, I'm going to leave. His response to you is this. How can I fix this? (laughs) Do you see it? Now do you see the reason he's asking you that question? You see, your brain really wants to believe that he's asking that question because he genuinely has no clue that he's been kicking you. And you would be a nasty old meanie not to tell him and give him a chance, right? I mean, everyone deserves a chance. Now, your brain wants to believe that because it's been programmed with that thought your entire life. If someone asks a question, you believe, your brain believes, that it must be genuine. And you must answer the question or you're being rude. But is that true? Is that programmed thought always true? In this case, it's not. If you continue to believe that thought, you'll feel guilty when you don't answer and walk away. And when you feel guilty, you might overwork, overcompensate, or overeat. You'll also deny it's that bad and minimize the kicks. They're not that bad. I think I can live with it. And then, you know what the result is? You stay in the room with your kicker. But what if you offered your brain a different thought? What if you thought this instead? Hmm, that's an interesting question he's asking. It's interesting because I've told him for 20 years what's wrong, and I'm pretty sure he has good hearing and good brain tissue. That means his question isn't genuine. It's more of a challenge to keep me in his little game, and I'm not playing anymore. Now that thought causes you to feel clear and empowered. And when you feel clear and empowered, you say, I've already told you what to do. And then I gave you 20 years to do it. Goodbye. And you leave. And what is the result in your life? 
You no longer get kicked in the shin every day. Now, I hope that analogy helps a little bit, but let's bring it back to real life because I can almost hear some of you. You're thinking, I still don't get it. He seems to genuinely want to work on his stuff for the first time ever. I don't want to throw away this amazing opportunity if he finally wants to change. And you don't have to, okay? You absolutely don't have to. But here's what I suggest you do. First, find out if he knows what he needs to fix. His programming doesn't believe he's done anything wrong that needs fixing. Because if you think about it, let's say a bike is broken. Would he ask that question? What do I need to do to fix this bike? No, he could answer that question all by his own self. He might think, I need to look up my bike's problem on YouTube, watch a video, get some tools, and fix it. And he would. So if he doesn't know what needs to be fixed, his question isn't genuine. Now, if he says, I know I've not taken responsibility for my behavior in the marriage and I've put it on you instead, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to fix my behavior. Here are some behaviors you've asked me to fix in the past, and I'm wondering if there are any other behaviors I need to work on as well. Now, if he asks you that question, that's a beginning. It doesn't really mean anything yet, but at least he's demonstrating that he has some self-awareness out on his own. This would be like him kicking you for 20 years and then stopping suddenly and saying, hmm, I kick you all the time. I shouldn't do that. I'm going to stop. Is there anything else I do that bothers you? Here's the thing. If we answer that question for them, and you have to remember, you already have for 20 years, right? Then we don't give them a chance to show that they understand or have insight or self-awareness on their own. And if they don't have those things and they're unwilling to search for it, then it doesn't matter what you tell them. They will do one of two things with the information that you give them. Number one, they'll jump through your hoops and make all of the aesthetic changes that you are demanding Mm-hmm. That's kind of how they'll put it in their minds, too. Oh, she's so demanding. She wants me to stop kicking her in the shins. Picky, picky woman. But whatever. Yeah, they're going to think that way in order to maintain control over you. But it's not going to last because those aesthetic changes aren't real. The second thing that they might do is turn it back onto you again and say that it's your problem and it's your fault and the challenge that 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 is a challenge that you have to take in order to fix it. What they will not do, generally speaking, is go out on their own initiative and get some therapy and read the books and figure out what they are doing wrong. Remember, you've told them a million times already. They're not going to go out and work on themselves and their own behavior. They're not going to do it because they can't. You guys... They live in an alternate reality where you are a Lego character in their universe. You're not allowed to be you. You, in full color, in flesh and blood, with your own ideas and experiences and perceptions and opinions. So how do you answer when he says, how can I fix this? Here's what you can say. I've already told you over the course of many years I'm not going to insult your intelligence by going over it again. Get therapy. Google. 
read books, get help for yourself, but I am not taking responsibility for your behavior anymore. I'm only going to take responsibility from here on out for my own. We're both grown-ups now. Let's both start acting like one. Are you a woman of faith who also happens to be divorced? I've been developing a brand new program that will give you the tools you need to manage your thoughts and emotions, grow your self-confidence so that you can take risks and do things you never dreamed possible, and so you can build happy, healthy relationships with other people. Did you know none of this good stuff depends on your outward circumstances or your past? You can generate the life you've dreamed of all by yourself, and I'm going to teach you how through online classes and transformational coaching. Are you ready to take your new life to the next level and fly higher? Learn more and get on the waiting list at joinflyinghigher.com. I was just talking to Patrick Doyle the other day, and he said, the salesman's job starts when the customer says no. So your man is a salesman, and you know what he's selling? You guys, he's selling a seat next to him so that he can keep kicking you in the shins. Now, if you're kicking yourself right now because you think that you're a fool for staying so long, don't do that. That's not helpful to you. And that's really not going to give you the motivation or the courage or the self-confidence to get out of that room. Besides, it isn't you that wanted to stay. I want you to really understand this. It was your brain's programming. Your brain has been recording all of the things that you've been taking in through your senses since you were a baby and your brain started making those, you know, synapses connections. And then what your brain did is it took all of that data and turned it into a program or a manual for your life. And you run all of your decisions and all of your thinking and all of the things that you do through that manual. Did you know that? And that manual is mostly unconscious. 95% of what we do is, is, opera, is, is created by this unconscious programming in our brains. That's what's been causing you to stay. Your challenge is to learn how to reveal your programming, how to bring it up and look, take it out and look at it, and then decide whether or not you like it and want to keep it or not. This is the work that we do in the Flying Higher program, which is going to be opening up in January of 2021. All right, so what do you do when your husband says, how can I fix this? Number one, you need to let go of your need to control him. You don't have to control his behavior. You you shouldn't. It's crossing over in his boundaries to try to control his behavior. He gets to kick you if he wants to, okay? You can't control his lack of initiative. And, you know, he could take initiative and stand up and go, I'm going to stop now. I'm done with this. I'm done being like this. He could do that. You can't control whether or not he does that, though. You can't control the way he shows up as a parent or the way he shows up in his workplace or the way he shows up at church. You aren't his mommy or his fixer-upper or his Holy Spirit. He's a grown-ass man, and if he wants to figure out how to stop kicking his wife's shin, he can do that. And if he chooses not to for whatever reason, and they're his own reasons, and he can have his own reasons, that's his choice, and he gets to make it for his life. But here's number two. 
you also get to take back control of your life. Okay. You get to take back control of what you do and how you think and what you say and who you are as a person. How do you want to show up for yourself and for your life? Do you want to be in a room with a shin kicker or are there other options? And if so, what are they? Start to explore them. Ask yourself if you'd like to have a different result in your life. Where do you want to be five years from now? And start thinking about that and dreaming about that because your brain will go to work for you to create that result in your life if that's what you're focused on. All right. And then finally, the last thing that you'll need to do is to learn how to tolerate the disapproval you'll get because these guys really need a shin to kick by allowing uncomfortable feelings. You see, your man isn't the only shin kicker in the universe. And when you leave his room, you're going to discover that many other rooms in your life have a shin kicker in them. You'll begin to recognize the shin kickers in time to leave the room before they can kick your shin. It's awesome. You'll also discover that some shin kickers are going to chase you down because they really believe that a woman's place is in a chair next to a shin kicker. And when you say no, they are going to be pig biting mad. So what are you going to do? Are you going to try to make all the shin kickers happy? Or are you going to go out and live your badass life? I hope it's the latter. Thanks for listening. And until next time, fly free.